Welcome back to another episode of the Event Buzz podcast presented by Purple Pass. On today's episode, we will be talking with Delina Matthews, one of the senior event managers at Outback. Not Outback Steakhouse, but Outback team building and training. Matthews has been working in the events industry for the last decade in various roles. Her interest in events stemmed from her teenage years as an Army cadet, and those experiences influenced her to join the military, where she has been a reserves officer in the Canadian Armed Forces for eight years, where she has planned and facilitated events from formal galas and fundraisers to outdoor expeditions. Matthew started working with Outback Team Building and Training in 2013 as a full-time employee and over the past several years as a contract event manager and product developer. Hi, Delina. We are so excited to have you on the show. How are you doing this morning? I'm good, Savannah. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you today because usually we talk kind of to production teams, um, tips about like virtual planning and different things like that. But you're kind of on the back end, you kind of work with the team. So I think it's going to be a cool perspective. I would like to start out with kind of letting us know just briefly, like how your guys' program works and um, your role. Yeah, sure. So um, Outback Team Building and Training. So we have a whole slew of programs that we run, things from social activities, entertainment activities to team building. And then we also have um, a training area. So all of our events, uh, we have virtual options and we have in-person. Of course, previously, it was basically all in-person, but we've had to adapt over the past year and a half. Um, I personally have been working with Outback since I think it was 2013. So it's been some time. And I've had uh, various um, roles, I guess, in the organization. So I started as a full-time employee with the company, um, being an event manager, coordinator for sort of the central east side of Canada when our team was a lot smaller. So running, planning, facilitating all of our in-person team building events on this side of the country. Um, And as we've grown throughout the years, um, now I'm uh, a contractor. So I'm an event manager and event coordinator. So I also run the activities. And then I also uh, assist with product development and copywriting. So I had, I've been in and out of the company for all, all of these years. And uh, yeah, so now I've got sort of a, a couple different hats that I'm operating in the, in the company. Yeah, I was going to say you're doing a, a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of different roles. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. When I was looking um, into everything you guys do, you do a lot of different, like really unique activities, which I think is great for um, teams. I wanted to ask if you have like noticed, like, what do you think are the biggest benefits you see from businesses hosting these types of team building events? Because I know people are like, you know, is it, do we need to do it? Is it necessary? Like, do you see uh, like long-term benefits from it? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think that is a really common question, especially when companies are paying for these services. Like, yeah. is it worth it? Um, and I would say, well, obviously, maybe I'm a bit biased, but absolutely, I would say it's worth it. And it really does help the team. Like, there's a buzzword, you know, company culture that people <laughs> say a lot, but it really is true. Like, company culture is so important in small and large companies because people want you want your team to want to go to work. (laughs) Like people want to enjoy what they do. 
Um, and I think a big part of that is feeling like the company or the business that you're working for actually appreciates your hard work and celebrates your hard work and mm -hmm. wants everybody to have a sense of community. So when you go to work, it's, you know, it's a, it's another great day at the office working with colleagues that you enjoy being in an environment that's fun and cares about you. So from a team building aspect, um, yeah, it, I mean, it's pretty important because having a chance or an opportunity for team members to work together in a not work related setting that's something you know fun has maybe some fun problem solving skills an opportunity to get to know each other all that really does is it really you know breaks down silos it gets everybody to get a better understanding of where people come from who they are um a little more about each other's personalities which it just only improves communication throughout the business throughout the companies throughout the teams and it instills that collaboration which of course from work perspectives really important because how often is one person working alone on one project or in one role? It's, it's very uncommon. So having that teamwork and being able to talk to somebody that you have a little bit more of an understanding um, you know, about them is, is just really benefiting the whole workflow of the team, which makes you know, more production, better production, more efficiencies. So it's a win-win-win all around. Yeah. And I was thinking about this too, because you guys have kind of shifted from in-person to more virtual with COVID and stuff. We've done some team building stuff. And it's actually really nice because you're messaging this person online and you don't really even know who you're talking to. Oh, so to. true. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a oh, weird yeah. concept because you're talking to this person and you know them, but you don't. And then you meet them and you're like, oh, hey. <laughs> Oh, that's true. And so many people have been hired in new roles over the past, what is it? I guess year and a half now. I can't believe how long it's been since everyone's been remote. But so many people haven't met their boss or their peers or their direct reports. They've just seen, maybe seen them in the screen, just their face um, and just emails. So there's like a huge disconnect right now of people actually knowing who they work with every day. It's crazy. Like who, who would have thought that we'd be kind of at this point? It's, it's pretty intense. Yeah, it's definitely weird if you think about it. But yeah, I totally agree. It's kind of like uh, you're investing in your employees and just showing them that they're not just a number, that you actually care, that you know it's more of a community. And I can see how it would like make communication so much better. So I think it's definitely a great idea to do these types of activities with your team. And I wanted to ask, since we talked about like virtual, what are like some different types of virtual experiences people you've done with remote teams that kind of work because it's hard. It's, it's yeah. hard, you know, I don't, Oh yeah. That's a challenge. I think the, what is it called? The screen fatigue? It's real. Yeah. It's a real thing, especially at the beginning of this pandemic. Like nobody wanted to sit in front of their screen anymore to yeah. have another work related activity. But um, I'm very happy to say from all of the different events that we've offered virtually, one of the biggest pieces of feedback is that you know people didn't feel like they were sitting in another meeting, another Zoom meeting. It felt like they were more in a room with their peers, with their colleagues, having fun, doing something enjoyable. So it's interesting when uh, right before the pandemic, actually, we started offering a lot more remote hosted activities where our coordinator would be up on a screen and everybody would be in person. So that was something that was being offered to be a bit more flexible for our customers. Mm -hmm. um, and we were talking about getting some of our activities 
to be virtual. And then boom, the pandemic happened. And it was like, oh, guess we got to get on that a little faster. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of our sort of app related activities was pretty, it was pretty quick for us to turn them around to make them completely virtual, which was huge. So we started with, I think about four of our um, events that we were able to transition. And now we have, I don't know, maybe around eight to 10, 10-ish maybe, including some holiday events and that sort of thing. But yeah, it's um, it's nice because we have a variety of options. So for example, you can do anything from an escape room to a clue murder mystery to some photo and like media challenge type activities. And then we also have our entertainment activities, which is like trivia based, but it's a really fun, entertaining host that sort of takes you through this experience. Um, yeah, so we've got quite the wide variety. And I would say like kudos to all these businesses and companies because everybody's been getting so creative with virtual options to do fun things with their teams. Like there's cooking classes and cocktail classes. And um, yeah, people have just been doing all kinds of interesting things. But I know for us, for our, you know, at Outback, we have a really good diverse um, type of activities that people, you know, have been coming back for different ones, which is great. And everybody's been loving them. Yeah, you guys do. When I was looking, it's so creative because I think this is the struggle with a lot of our event planners when they switch virtually. Like you said, we don't... People are working now remote and then it's like, now I have to sit another hour to either go to this Mm -hmm. event or do this thing. And it's like, the big question is, how do you make it more engaging? Like, How do you make it you know, hands-on when really it's not hands-on, you know, that's the hardest part. And I think just scrolling through your guys's activities could even offer great ideas for event planners on what to do. Like you said, the escape room, (laughs) that's pretty creative. I wouldn't even, I don't, how does that work? I'm curious. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a whole bunch of different kinds of escape rooms out there online. Um, They've really taken off during the pandemic, but yeah, but ours, the the way ours works is a very cool. um, You're in a virtual room. So we basically send a link out. Um, We break everyone up into teams, which, you know, utilize the virtual breakout rooms, which have been so, so, so great. Um, And then you have one person who shares their screen and they're responsible for clicking around in that virtual room. So they click on clues, they pick up things, it gets stored into their inventory. And there's a series of safes that they need to unlock based on the clues and, and objects they find in the room. So as they enter a safe, you know, they get closer and closer to ours is a jewel heist theme. So they recover the diamonds in the last safe. Yeah, that's cool. And do you guys ever, I don't know how far you go in like coordinating when everyone's online because I know like remote teams now are like not just US based, like they're all over the world. And dealing with the time difference, I feel like would be tricky to kind of coordinate these things. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Savannah, yes. (laughs) Time zones can be very tricky. Um, But I will say like for Outback, our team overall has because it's grown so much we're already in so many different time zones like we're east coast to west coast we even have a coordinator who's located in egypt right now um so we have quite so that 
we've already gotten a bit of a, an understanding of how that works, but with the virtual events, like I think, I think it's fair for me to say that we've had more global teams, international groups now than we ever have. And so if you can imagine, um, setting up like a zoom meeting, right. You know, putting in the time and then applying that time into different booking sheets and individuals' calendars. So you have to consider our head office is located in Vancouver, which is Pacific time. Mm -hmm. And then the coordinator running it might be in Eastern time in you know North America somewhere. And then the actual event itself might be taking place in the UK or Singapore. So there's like, you know, it could be up to three to four different time zones. And in that team, maybe they have a global team where they're in the US, they're in Canada, they're in UK, they're in Germany and all these different places. So it's, it can get a little, a little tricky, but we do it. We make it work. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I have to ask this question. What would you say to someone that says, you know, these team building activities are a waste of time and for the time they spent, they could have been getting their work done. Cause I've heard this so many times. What would Ugh. you say, say to someone that says that? Cause time is money, you know? Yeah, well, to, to be frank, if that was if that was like sounds like something like a senior person would say who has people working under them, and um, from a leadership perspective, I would say that is definitely not how you're going to have a solid. It's not a good outlook on how to have a solid, working, well, well-oiled machine team um, if you're just driving the hammer, getting everybody heads down, get to work. You're not going to have good retention with your team. You're going to have to continuously retrain people. You might have, you know, people just aren't going to enjoy what they do. Like they want to feel cared about. They want to feel like their job matters. Not that they're just like you said earlier, like a number. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's our, like the work culture is definitely changing. And I think with COVID, like I hate when I say like, you know, it kind of like helped. Like I hate, hate when I find a positive about yeah. it. It was such an awful thing, of but course. it's definitely shifted to where people see like, okay, we can work remote now and we can kind of do different things. And it's also made people be so much more creative and stuff. But um, I do think it's helped businesses like become more open Mm-hmm. with um you know their team and what their team can really do and how valuable their team is so yeah and flexibility i think is an huge oh yes right cuz everyone not just employees like kids everybody family members everybody's at home so having a kid screaming in the background someone having to dip out of a meeting to help their child with homework or yeah. a dog barking like these are just things that happen in day-to-day mm-hmm. life and we've all had to kind of come accustomed to that and be okay with it because that's just how the world works and I think yeah. this is it's a good thing you know in the future and it, it's it's clearly showing the work still gets done right like so many businesses have grown like huge growth in a lot of industries um, through the pandemic and that's just telling you that people can make it work people can yeah. take accountability and ownership of their role and their job and get the work done even if they're working from home yeah and I remember reading something um, a while back where people it's it's shifted where people aren't really looking so much at the paycheck and what they're making versus flexibility flexibility is becoming a, a higher priority than 
you know, the amount of money. Yeah. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. I know. It's cool. Like everyone is finally, we've finally been like, you know what? This is great. Like we can work, but we can also be with our family. We can also, you know, have time to do this and stuff. Yeah. That balance, life work balance. Yeah. So that's been nice, but um, (laughs) it's been a weird year. A weird, I guess almost two years, which is wild to say. Yes. Oh my gosh. I know. um, Yes. But yeah, what you guys are doing is really cool. And I kind of just wanted to introduce that to people. So they see that like, you know, make time for your team, let them know they're valuable and do activities that can help people bond and communicate Mm -hmm. better because it's so important. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But um, that's all I have for you. If there's anything else you wanted to add, you're welcome to. But if not, I'll let you... Get that sounds great. Well, yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's been really fun and <laughs> always happy to chat about what I'm passionate about. I know. Events, so it was great. Thank you. Yeah. 